you timed these perfectly. Five, four, uh, what's next, Jazz? <laughs> what the fuck is good? Welcome back to the safe house. I'm here with my main man, Jazzy B. What's good? Did you say my mate, my mate man? My main man. <laughs> made man. Made. If you're made. I'm not made you're, yet. You're not, you know what I'm that not means. Made. Not yeah, yet. Bro. You're getting there, though. I'm getting there. Neither I'm are you, bro. There. Don't. <laughs> I'm not there either. I didn't say I was there. No, 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 no. I think you're made if you've watched Sopranos twice, at least through. If you watched it through twice and you've watched Goodfellas, The Godfathers, Scarface. Yes. Donnie Brasco, Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. Oh, bro. <laughs> Literally had that one on the tip of my tongue. Um, if you watched all that and maybe The Wire. I've never seen Donnie Brasco, to be fair. I've seen everything else apart from... Um, oh, and I'm still continuing Raging, to watch. Raging Bull, Casino... We can never really be made men in 2020, Jazz. We have to whack someone, I think. I don't know. I don't know How what do the context is. I don't even know what. You know, Prash has been pissing me off a lot recently. So, like, there's bro, I've known him there's... 10 years. Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, you? Well, you mean specifically? I thought you meant in general. What's 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 he been doing? Nothing really. I just uh, just his face. If there's one person to be, to take my maid to 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 honor my maid manship, I think he'd like the privilege. Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? As in, if there was some, if there was a guy that I had to cap to become a made man, oh. I'm sure Prash would love would 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 love the privilege. He's like, if I gotta go out one way, is to make sure that okay. his boy has is. Uh... So we're we're ninety seconds in talking about murdering our best friend. Okay, great, great. This is a good start. Perfect. We love you, really, Prash. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think we've got, got forgotten how to record a book. Yeah, we took a break for a few days and now we've, we fucked it. Um. <laughs> Bro, well, how's it going, man? How you been? Yeah, it's going good. It's nice to actually catch up with you. Um, I'm really good, man. I've uh, been, sorry, my computer's trying to do some updates. I had to tell that to updates chill out. Updates like backflips or something. Yeah, no, I'm good, man. It's uh, It's been a, it's been a, where are we now? It's like mid-December. Um, I saw the last time we spoke was like October, and all of a sudden, <laughs> like four weeks have just gone like that. I've just pissed down. I'm just, it's just a bit mad. Time has been flying for sure. Um, this weekend's been really nice. What have I been doing? I've just been playing piano, going to the gym, working hard. Um, and yeah, I did have, um, well, I guess I'll tell you. You obviously know, but I was planning to come back to London this December. Um, I actually booked a flight on the 4th of December. Yeah, I got excited, booked a flight. You know, I started picturing my parents' faces in my head. And I was like, yeah, okay, I got to go see the family, you know. The family. Let me just rock up to Heathrow one time. And... Um, Could have been eight of us, ten of us there to receive you. Cru- cruise down the M20 pipe. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about Vapianos. I was thinking about... Started John you know, having like a <laughs> having like a reunion thing. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll holler all the mans. A quick mix grill. Quick MG. And then and then like four days later I was uh, you know, obviously I'd been speaking to my parents about it. Yeah. And then I don't know, we were just talking about it and my mum had this look on her face, like she, just this concern. She didn't this As in the, the first time you told her, or the first time you mentioned it, or like a few days after, like the couple of a couple of conversations after. So the first time I mentioned it, she was like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, okay. 
she as in, as in she was like okay she wasn't like yeah do it she was like okay okay yeah she was just like you know soaking in the information right yeah then when we then when then when i booked told her i booked the flight four days later she was like then she had the valid concerns and here's the thing jazz like i'm very i'm very like you know me if someone's expressing a concern that's like not like that's that's irrational right i'm very quick to be like what the hell are you what what you're talking about man <laughs> like if people you know when people worry for no reason yeah i'm very quick to shut it down especially if it's my parents like my mom is like sometimes she worries a lot right so i'm like i'm like mom we what we worried about there's nothing to worry about you know i'll, exactly. I'll be doing i'll be doing that but this wasn't one of those times Every single thing she said, she was like hitting the hammer, you know, hitting the nail on the head with the hammer. I was like, Jeez, it's like the whack a mole game. It's just like anytime you like your head would be peaking, you'd just be like, no, fuck off. She, she was hitting, <laughs> she was hitting everyone. She was like, she was like, it's gonna be, you know, how are you gonna come from the airport to the house? Like my this thing, my parents are so they're so like contrasting. My dad is so casual. He'll just be like, yeah, it's my dad. My dad would be like, yeah, I'll pick you up at Heathrow. I'll put you in the back of the car. You'll wear a mask. It'll be fine. My mum's like, no, that's not acceptable. Like, you, you can't, you can't take a ten-hour flight and then just get in your car. It's not okay. And my dad's like, do the end there. It's fine. And my mum's like, nah. And the problem is like, my dad's too chill, and my mum is sometimes too not chill. But in times like these, she is the one to go with because he's just like, yeah, whatever. It's okay. Do what, do what you want. Like. But she, she, my mom's like, no, we can't hug. We can't do this. We can't do that. And I'm like, you know what, mom, you're right. And here's the thing, Jazz, like, I just didn't want to cause any stress, you know, even 1% stress. And, and, and even like, especially you coming back for the first time after a while, like it's not yeah. the kind of reception you want to have. Exactly. I want to be like popping champagne and party poppers and throwing pasta in the air. I don't want to be <laughs> like, I don't want to be, you know, like covering my mouth and not able to hug people. And then. And then I was thinking about all the things that I miss about London, like seeing you and playing golf with you and like going to see my nephews and throwing him around on the sofa and like, you know, pretending I'm going to throw him over the wall and then he's scared for his life, that kind of stuff. Practice your um, wrestling moves, basically. And I won't be able to do that. So I was like, man. So, yeah, I cancelled the flight, which was tough. Yeah. It was tough to do. But I um, guess I'm going to be spending a uh, solitary christmas on my onesies uh going skiing though in uh december later this month it's gonna be nice four days and um there yeah, then i'm gonna move to uh to in jan january so that's that Sheer, that is it sounds exciting i mean it's a massive shame about the trip having been cancelled but listen i had to cancel my stag right and this is because yeah. and i cancelled it specifically because of my parents concern yeah. I was actually pretty laid back about it. I'm being like, listen, it's cool. Like we've been like people are going off and heading off on holidays. There's safety precautions at the airport, la da da. Yeah. And they were just like, listen, if you go out there and you take people with you, because they will come with you because it's your stag, and they're not yeah. going to feel like they're going to let you let you down. Mm. What happens if one of them gets ill or one of their family members gets ill? It's just like because of your stag and people feeling that allegiance to to, to not letting you down. Mm-hmm you've gone ahead it's just like don't do it like set the example don't make the move and it's just a shame but we'll try and do something for you afterwards it's a tough call to make right it's, it's a massively tough call, tough call to make sometimes being responsible isn't fun is it it's you know i'd rather just some you know just you would have much rather gone on your stag and say fuck it but like 
you gotta be responsible man and at this time there could on this time like when your mom's like kill us then kill her, and all those overreactions they're actually <laughs> they're no longer overreactions that's what anymore. i mean everything she said was so valid i had to commend her i was like mom you know what you've you've, you've put your points across so well like you've lawyered me yeah you really did and it wasn't like i was disagreeing with her i, I was nah. i, I the, what i said was let's have an open dis- you know let's have an open discussion about this i want to i want to talk every talk about everything and as soon as as soon as you know she she voiced her concerns i was like it's just not worth it i don't you wanna... can respect it thing is if let's just say if they were absolutely cool with you coming or like mom your mom was like listen we'll take all the safety precautions like we'll even then, exactly. still, I probably would still have hesitations, right? You would still, but, like, I think you'd be more confident in coming. Yeah, also, it's because, obviously, like, I wouldn't be able to stay at my flat. I'd have to live at their house. So, yes. um, obviously, like, if I came to Link you or I went to Link, like, a couple people and then I went back to their house, I would feel strange about it. So, it's just not worth it. You know, they're vulnerable. They're, like, both around 65. So, it's just, it's just not worth it, you know? Um, nice. Even are we, you weren't you telling me about someone who went to Dubai and then caught COVID on the plane on the way back. Hundred percent. So they didn't catch COVID. Oh no, sorry. Yes, I did. Um, they did, yeah. and it's um, it's a massive shame, and it's just like it's it's crazy to say that. Like you 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 don't ever expect to see, you don't ex- ever expect the the thing to happen to you, right? You're always like hearing the stories to say, oh shit, yeah, this person's caught this one, and 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 they've gone to Dubai and they caught they weren't feeling well on the way back. You never expect it to be you. And my yeah. friend was just like, yeah, she ended up catching COVID on the way back from on the flight back. She she said she was uh, I think she's she she kind of felt it, um, she contracted it. So, yeah, not nice. And you know what the worst thing is, man, like a lot of people are starting because obviously there's a lot more data. There's a lot more research on about all this. Mm. People are really taking a longer time to like recover from this shit. Yeah. Like people are having like there's people or stories that i've heard are that people even after like a month or two mm-hmm. are like still struggling to climb the stairs without and they can feel it because the the like the damage to their lungs yeah they said that it's like it was quite like they can still feel like they're not out of breath completely mm-hmm. but it's like you shouldn't have to you shouldn't climbing the stairs is like opening a door right it's it's, it's not a, it's not a hard exercise but yeah yeah they were just um it's a bit it's a bit crazy man so damn yeah it's not worth it um and also i guess this way it means i just have to take less flights and i don't leave canada which is obviously better because then i don't have to quarantine either direction and i don't have to i take one flight to toronto instead of two just, flights it's business as usual right it's just you yeah. you cracking what you've got to do but um that's amazing that you're heading to uh skiing yeah i'm excited i've never is this been the first before. time yeah i've never oh, been sorry. before so um you Whereabouts know. is it? Um, in is it in uh, Whistler? Or are you heading down to Bonaf? Bonaf. Um, there's a there's a mount a mountain called uh, Grouse. I'm taking lessons there. Grouse Mountain. Yeah, I've heard of it. So, it's, so yeah, it's only thirty minute drive from my um, humble abode. So I'll be you know hopping in the whip, Whippington Stanley, and cruising there every day. Are you gonna stay around or are you gonna? Because it's thirty minutes away, I'm just gonna cruise back and. And, and come here in the evenings, you know. Um, oh, that is mad. Are you excited? I'm mucho uh, excited more. Um, Have you taken any lessons? Because I'm you... taking lessons. It's four days of lessons. Also, oh, you're going to take four lessons there. Yeah, so it's, so it's four days consecutive, and it's yeah. three hours in the morning of lessons each day. Oh, sick. And then can you go skiing after each lesson? I, I hope so. Prash says I can, so I trust him. <laughs> I trust Prash. Yeah. Those those sentences don't often get used, but no, they don't. <laughs> he, 
Yeah, I'll put them on blast today. <laughs> you should. I do. I do it every day. So it's nice for you to do it for a change. Um, <laughs> no, I'm the asshole. The asshole. But, yeah, hell. yeah. So, um, so that's that, man. But time, you know, the way time's flying. Probably next time we speak, I'm gonna be like, "What's up, bro? It's January." Do you know what I mean? Like, the, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, the way time is time is flying. There's some uh, asshole. There's some asshole on Twitter who, um, for the last six months, has been putting up like a percentage completion of the year. Yeah, yeah. And I swear, every time it comes up on my because I don't seek this this account, it just comes up whenever I see it. But any time I see it, I'm just like, I swear, motherfucker, last week you're on like sixty percent, and it's like saying eight percent now, like. What the fuck? And I hate seeing it because it just makes me really think, like, how much, how fast is time going? Like, what am I doing with myself? Two months yeah. have just gone on top. To be fair, <laughs> you've, you know, you've, it's interesting you say that, but like, I've, you, I know you and I, wow, this is a really shit sentence, but what I'm trying to say you <laughs> and I. is uh, some people this year have had good years despite everything, is what I'm trying to say. Like, hasn't been all bad you know your crib has moved along really well you know you are you're you're moving into like your next phase of your relationship do you know what i'm trying to say that's pretty cool 100%. you and me have started this you and Kay have started something else my a couple people i know have like either started dating someone or like gotten engaged or gotten married so what i'm trying to say is this year has not been total vest you know there have been yeah. some pros low-key pros low-key like good things going so let's let's brelicate those no i absolutely mate it's, it's important you say that because as yeah as you said as shit as this year has been mm-hmm. for large for a large point well just because we just our lifestyles have had to change significantly but that doesn't yeah. mean that it's been all bad yeah so yeah congratulations to everyone who's kind of like made made moves this year and and uh or, or not it, yeah i gotta say just because we spoke about that it's also totally cool to have done nothing do you know what i mean as well it's just been a crazy year it's totally it's also really cool to just maintain your mental health and you know that's also amazing so congrats to those people too and just congrats to everyone just making it through this fucking shit year so um exactly you know well done <laughs> <laughs> but on that as well um my business went live today well mine and karina's business went live today um, we, pop, pop. <laughs> we launched the website today so we've oh, to be honest, we, we've had the website there for ages it's just that we let it know we let everyone know what the website actually is now so i was just doing some beta testing on it yesterday and uh, nice. some, yeah we just sat there through three o'clock because i just realized just you know when when there's certain things that you just need like specific detail to and it just until it's until you've got it you're not satisfied um jeez you sound like one of my clients <laughs> i know honestly yesterday i was just picking holes at everything on the website that i designed like about a month ago because we had that ready we just had to get our packaging bro six boxes of packaging it's absolutely mahusive nice it was absolutely ridiculous bringing those in. My dad's like, my dad saw me come in and um, oh, see the, saw the package coming. And it's like, don't even think I'm helping you with this. Like, sort the <laughs> shit out by yourself. Yeah. So. Well, that's amazing, man. Um, big congratulations to you and Karina. And oh, uh, cheers, man. happy for you both. And um, yeah, man, that's awesome. So well done. And it's it's amazing to see what you guys are doing. So keep keep up the good work. No, 100%, man. 100%. Um, and then, so have you got dates for to yet yeah i'm thinking feb one feb one yeah 
Sick. Have you have has has Lee signed a ting yet? He's not signed a ting. Can but, we get um, him on Apex? So I can just like friendly fire him. I'll you could cap his ass. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we were playing the other day, and I had to dip. And then he was like, "I'm gonna." He's gonna play some ranked games. I messaged him like ten minutes later, like, "How's ranked games going?" And he sent me a picture of him playing FIFA. So I guess, <laughs> so I guess it didn't go too well. Um, oh shit, mate! I've been enjoying the game heavily. Have you been um, playing? In the last yeah, couple bro. Days? I'm on twenty-three kills now. Nice. What's your favorite gun? Hemlock. Hemlock best, or Flatline? Oh no, sorry. No, it's, it's what's the G? Is it the G10? G7. G7. Fucking love it. For some reason, I aim better when I'm not on an automatic. Mm-hmm. I actually aim. I actually prefer shooting or like clicking each or um, pressing the trigger for each um, shot. I think yeah, I get yeah. more accurate kills like that because then G7, I end up getting more ho- more headshots. It's mad accurate. There's no recoil at all on it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll play after this. Um, but I'm happy to hear that. How was uh, How was Karina's birthday? Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, man. So it was, um, to be honest, we, it was not last minute plan, but obviously you couldn't really plan that. I couldn't really plan too much in advance. Mm -hmm. So on the day of, I took a day off. So, um, I'm on, I mean, I'm on leave anyway right now, but last Tuesday. You had your final day on Friday, right? Final day on Friday, man. It was, um, it was a hectic day. I've got to say, you're looking more relaxed. I got to tell you. you, you (laughs) I'd have to wake up tomorrow. (laughs) You just seem so relaxed right now. And it's it's really nice to see that. Right now on a Sunday, I, sh- I I would normally be on my laptop just firing off emails and it's funny. getting myself ready. I was but... thinking, like, is Jazz going to tell me he has to work after we record this? I was thinking <laughs> that before I, I was like, I bet he's going to tell me that. Because that's usually what you tell me. Exactly. No, usually 100%. we rap and you're like, oh, cool, I'm going to go send some emails and then go to bed. <laughs> and it's like 1am and I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Bro, my out of office, I, I, I typed it with pleasure. I retyped it. So I've got like a default one there, but I'm just, I, I just thought I'd retype it because it, it felt good. Just even on Friday, man, when I put my laptop, when I put, when I shut my laptop at 5.30, it was one of the best feelings. So how long you triple O for? Uh, <laughs> all corporate assholes will get that. Um, About three weeks. So I don't, so I've got basically... It, the fourth Monday from now, I'm back at work. Okay, I don't know what so, that means. As in, it means I've got four Mondays to like go back to work. That sounds nice. That sounds yeah, like a lot of nice times ahead. It, basically, when I'm looking at a calendar, I I, I got to go down a few pegs. So nice. It's nice, but um, yeah. So, so I took a day off on Tuesday for Karina's birthday. Oh, look at you! You took a day, taking a day, a day off for your middle of the, four bro. week annual leave. I love that. It, <laughs> it, people weren't happy about that. Let me tell you that now. There was some just like, oh, you're you're going on leave, like when you've got leave coming in in just three yeah, but days. they can always just shut the fuck up right? <laughs> that's always the option i'm just like from from like january to to now i i, I was fucking here I was, I was grinding my ass and uh, Trust. nothing was said then but yeah now there's a problem that i want to take a, day, a couple of days off uh, a few days before i want to take my big leave but anyway i took my leave i'm just i'm like life's more important man i there's, there's bigger things to life Mm. then so yeah took a day off um and we went to the ivy for brunch which was bro we do this with each other every year anyway like we always treat each other to like either ivy for brunch and have you ever been to the ivy before when you're in london i don't think i have i think i had plans to go but i didn't actually go go, go before i left but yeah so we get the same meals every time so i get this um i'm not surprised by that pe- <laughs> there's this peach iced tea green lemonade which they have which is Inc- it's probably the most refreshing drink i know it's a sweeping statement but for breakfast and in early in the morning 
it just wakes you up completely. Okay. Um, and then I get the full English, and then she's getting the Egg Royale, and then we share a side of pancakes, which wow. are so fluffy, bro. There isn't much, there's not much that brings joy to me as much as, as like, sweet pancakes. Like, what's on, the, what's on these pancakes? So they've got uh, this, this raspberry coolie which is just like dripping and then you can either have whipped cream or fresh creme but i kind of just i just said just bring that shit separately because i don't like any of that stuff but just you don't like whipped cream i just find it a bit of a waste to be honest it doesn't you never like blow whipped cream in your mouth as a kid like open the can and like fill up your fill up your whole (laughs) mood i (laughs) never did that until it came out your nostrils i did i did i did but i was just like this tastes like shit and i just spat that shit right back out I'm telling you, I'm assuming you enjoy it. I don't know. I, There's I no taste feelings. to it. What yeah, is it? It doesn't really taste anything. What is... And pre- you know what? It yeah. actually stinks afterwards. If you if there's some if there's some shit that stick that does that if it just if you just let it sit there for like five, ten minutes and it dries up, bro, that shit stinks. And I'm just like, because I've had it on my much before where I've 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 had it. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like the, the smell has stayed on my much and it's mm-hmm. fucking gross I'm just like and it's my, just oh fuck that shit if, if we're talking pancakes you know what I like I like the mild Dutch style like real thin large with like chocolate chips and fruit like strawberries and blueberries like sliced up maybe some banana and then um, <laughs> banana yeah and then maybe like a maybe like a scoop of vanilla ice cream like just like fat scoop that's me you know I can like you know like circle that around the pancake and like till it melts <laughs> pancakes hot ice cream's cold chocolate chips the, melting bro it's i'm kind of hungry right now dark chocolate chips obviously i'm, I'm kind of hungry right now i think i don't mind dark chocolate chip with with something like that because you know you're getting the sweetness from like the from the ice cream yeah but yeah we had a we had a side of pancakes and bro we just chill there for like a good two three hours that's nice and um yeah man it was just nice to just switch off and then um, I end up picking up my, I mean, I shouldn't say this too loud because he's probably fucking listening, but I picked up my dad's Christmas present as well. Nice. Um, which was cool, man. It was something complete. Uh, basically, um, it was, it's a jacket, you know, the hunting jackets that you get with like, the, yeah, um, yeah. I love those. Like the, oh, bro, it's a lovely the diagonal style. designs, those, those ones, them ones there. Like, they're like barber jackets, those ones. The barber jackets. Yeah. So, oh bro, it's freaking incredible so mate being indian i went straight to the sale rack to see what to see see why go on there like you can always and i found this jacket and it didn't have a price on and then i took it to the front counter right and i'm just oh you actually shopped in real life i thought this was online in my mind this was online (laughs) oh my god do you see how fucked up that is (laughs) i was yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so this this um so it's from it's what store did i get it from jack wills sorry it's jack wills nice um it's right next door to the Ivy, so um, we just popped in there quickly. And it, to be honest, it was actually Karina who wanted to see if there was anything there, and I'm the one who ended up coming out with something. So I went to the front desk, right, mm-hmm. and I said, "Can you just scan this in for me? Because this was on the sale rack, but um, there's no price on it, and it's still showing full price of like 130 quid." And they're just like, "Oh, this is probably not really meant for the sale rack, but I'll just scan it for you anyway." So they scan it, and bro, it comes back at 51 quid, and the guy looked back at his colleague, and they're just like. Is this right? Is this right, John? Is this right? Like, and bro, like you could. He's just like, oh, that's a really good price, and I think they were pissed because they probably would have bought it themselves. Yeah, because this is like a heavy discount from like 130, 140 quid. They probably get more discount on the sale price. Exactly. So they were just like, ah, oh. and it's almost like they didn't want to give it to me. 
<laughs> well, I'm just like, motherfucker, I'm taking that shit now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Do the right thing. Picking... Yeah, man. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. <laughs> Jackie! <laughs> um, nice. And, and then we went to the arcade, bro. And we nice. went bowling. And, bro, it's it was almost like I was 14 again. That's really cute. You know when you go Hollywood Bowl in Finchley? Yeah. And you're like, Bro, it was you're like 16. Ex- it was like it was exactly like that, mate. And we had the whole place to ourselves. Um, you rented out the whole thing. I rented out the whole thing. Jeez. That's how I roll. I rented. That's I how could, we I, roll. I got I got the I got the pull pull power at um, Hollywood Bowl. Nice. My good old mate Steve. Jeez. So. <laughs> Bless up, Basically. Steve. Pick up yourself. <laughs> mate, they were like Andrea who wanted to come in. He's like, nope. We've got this whole place booked out for today. Oh, cool. I'll do my I'll do my uh London uh you know return party there. <laughs> At Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally is like we're sixteen. <laughs> seven up for everyone. Unlimited seven up for everyone. <laughs> Go fucking that water, nuts. That watered down shit. Yeah, the syrupy everyone shit. Everyone get a sugar rush. <laughs> yeah. I'll just be pretending like I'm a fucking huge baller. Everyone seven up on me, fanners on me. Who needs 10 peas? <laughs> I got you. With the machines. Oh my god. Oh, you need nachos. I got you. My total my total spend for the evening is 73 pounds. That's exactly. that's, that's you know that that's that's what's up. You could literally get all of that back in the day for for several, for like for, for less than 73 probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nowadays yeah, that'd be like 200 stop. people. <laughs> Did you ever have one of those? Did you ever have a birthday at Hollywood Bowl? I don't think so. I think I had them at like Mackie D's or like um, Clown Town. Oh um, my god, Clown Town! <laughs> yeah, Clown Town was a shit until it did it burn down or was that Kids Drop? Someone, I think Clown Town closed. Lit it up. Yeah, but the one bro, in Clown Town was Hanchley. the one in Hanchley. Hanchley. <laughs> yeah, North Hanchley. Them ones, man. Bro, I'd join in on my brother's birthday. You know, anytime my brother would get invited to a birthday at Clown Town, I'd be like, I'm staying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I ain't going anywhere. I think my parents were like, you know, we just did a lot of parties at home or at restaurants. Because yeah. at home, obviously, the venue cost is uh, included in the <laughs> in the mortgage price. <laughs> oh, I've already paid the mortgage for this month. So you got the venue, venue sorted. You know, them ones. <laughs> Dal sub G for everyone. Cool, yeah. cool. Two, two, two rotis each, but... Bro, it took me like a long time to even convince my parents that they needed to get like outside catering for events we would have at home. Do you know what I mean? My, we'd, every, there'd be this classic <laughs> fight. We're like, gonna throw a party. My mum's like, so I'm gonna have to cook dal for 50 people. And my, my dad's like, yes. And my mum's <laughs> like, and sabji? And how many sabji? I'm like, you know. when Who's I, cooking this for you? Who's doing this? As soon as I started like having a... Uh, you know, decent income. I was like, this is ridiculous. Just let's order food. I will pay for it. We will split the cost, whatever. Just mom, do nothing. How about that? It's so hard for moms to do nothing, you know? It's, uh, they, 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 you know, even when we get caterers now, my mom, my mom still wants to, she's like, oh, I'll make a, I'll make a raita dish on the side. I'm like, no, just do nothing. How about that? <laughs> Bro, it would be like, okay, well, yeah, let's get like five portions of rice or ten portions of rice for people. I'm like, no, we can cook rice here. Yeah. It's just like, then they'll make out that they cooked the entire meal. Oh, this didn't have enough garam masala in it. Oh, let's just let's just put our own turka to this. Yeah, and then there's um, 
obviously all the conversations about which caterer to use, which dishes to, to, to get, you know, and then it's like, do we want them to make it at the house? Because they can do that, right? They can come and cook it at your house. Yeah. Or they can they can warm it up and then send it over. Or you can call up your cousin Rishi and ask him to pick it up on his way from Southall <laughs> to the crib. So all these options need to be figured out. But I will say this. And they should pay us for this. But um, Passage to India is freaking fire. Bro, they any were going to be event, my wedding caterers. Any event, <laughs> you'll get it. Hey, big up passage to India. <laughs> POI, they they don't know that. You don't know already. You know, we need to, so, get, we need to get them as a sponsor. That's what's up. Bro, they were going to be my um, my wedding caterers. That's we even did a food shit. tasting there, which was incredible. Yeah, they, they know that. I bloody bro. loved it. They, they messed up one dish. But, which um, dish they messed up? The alu, no, the alu patore. What they do? It just wasn't nice. What's a patura though? It's like a potato thing. Okay, but what's the difference between like a patura and like a pakora? Not, okay. uh, but, uh, not sorry, chole patura. Chole patura. So it's got chole and then it's got like a, it looks like a, um, it looks like a puck. It's like a, it's like a puck that's made of potato. Not, wait, what? Um. So the chole patura is like, um. the patura is like, it's like, it's like a hockey puck. Okay. But it's like, it looks, how do you say it? Is it's it deep like, fried? I think so. Yes, it is. It is. It's just potato. Potato. It's quite soft in general, but like they fry just it lightly outside. Sorry. So it's a bit crunchy on the outside and then it's got a very soft middle texture. I watched, Bo- I watched the second Borat movie last night and you said potatoes and it reminded me of when he was like, can I inject her breasts with potatoes <laughs> instead with, of, instead of actual silica? <laughs> fucking dying, bro. Sorry, you, you saying... this is when he was when he was like asking about the bill for plastic surgery. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> bro, that movie was wild. It was really good. I actually had got, went into it thinking it was gonna be shit, and even like ten minutes in, <coughs> I nearly turned it off. But I'm glad I didn't because it was really funny. I actually thought the first 10 minutes were pretty decent compared to the rest of it. but um, Like like the 10th minute to the 20th minute was kind of dead. And okay, was, yeah. And then I was like, but they were doing like, set, they were doing story set up, right? But whatever. Oh, exactly. It was just, um, bro, it's just, I'm kind of glad I ruined your expectations or yeah. I didn't like hype your expectations. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I went, if you went in with my expectations, you yeah. would have been like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah. But, I thought it was um, going to be so shit. And then I actually really enjoyed it because it was, you know, I was laughing a lot. Um yeah. That's always a good sight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was cracking up. Um, but, but sorry, um, I interrupted your POI story, Trolle Patrude, Hockey Park, yeah, so Deep Fried. They didn't, they didn't make that one great, but uh, we were just like, listen, we don't need to have Trolle Patrude on the day. And mate, when they're cooking, right, they're doing it for like a small portion. There's like six There's like six of us at the food tasting, eight so of us at the you, food tasting. Did you visit the POI headquarters? I don't even know the, where that is. Is it like an underground lair? Where is it? <laughs> It's basically on the top of Mount Doom. Oh shit! Okay, that's so what I would expect. Reference. And there's like some huge, surrounded by lava, huge Punjabi um, boss. You got to feed him. The biggest bug, and he's got like one gutter on each side, on each on each hand, and each are, ankle. Like, this, <laughs> and they're the size of like swords on his back. <laughs> he looks like he looks like um, what's 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 the most evolved um, Venusaur. Is, is you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, Bulbasaur. <laughs> no, the most, the, the, the level three one. The, yeah, Bulbasaur. Is it Bulbasaur? 
Is it? No, sorry, Blastoise. 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 Yeah, he looks like that. He looks like that. He's like fully evolved. Um, oh, bro, yeah. by the way, did mm. you know how lit Pokemon has become recently again? To the um, point where like cards are becoming valued at stupid money. I didn't know that, but people should watch out for you then, innit? Like, we should, we should hide their cards from you, bro. That's, that's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, mate, I used to steal it back in the day. <laughs> so, yeah, saying. I've even got more of a reason now. 150 bags for a... Mate, people are selling Charizards for like 150 bags. 200 g's it's a I bit mad i didn't know that um yeah stuff like that just boggles my mind but look um sorry go on no, no nothing i was gonna say i was gonna say should we discuss al elbow of the year elbow yeah my elbow of the year i mean yeah. this one's pretty What's, good this one but which which my... which is your elbow of the year which one <laughs> i think my 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 right hand side my right one yeah, no, this has been an active discussion in my in, in, in one of my family WhatsApp groups where we just discuss um, music. And it's actually um, a tough one. So I wanted to... Is there like an, another award which gives which actually tells us what album of the year is? Is there like a, a, an award or an accolade that we're waiting for? I feel like there is. But who... But I, see, I understand your question, but like who's making that decisions? Spotify. Spotify. I don't know. I think that I think decision is really up to you and me, bro. You know, it's really up to the to the the real man's. <laughs> it's, it's on a man by man basis. That's why I want to know your opinion. <laughs> okay, so I think in terms of album of the year, I think there's five. I'm gonna, for I'm me gonna, that... I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm gonna poke your answers to so make sure you come correct. <laughs> there's five that I would say. Um, I listened to the most and it's literally just because I, I I was able to get through an entire album on repeat like I was, I was, these albums dun, 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 dun. that one yeah <laughs> okay so you could probably okay if you were to guess my top three or what three albums in my top five okay first one is after be? hours I have no idea what two and three is um it has to be released this year has to be released this year Shit, I don't know what the hell. Oh, is is it nines? No, it was that was a good shout, but I've only listened to really like three, four of his oh Dutch of his songs. No, not even that. I wouldn't okay. even put his album there. Is it UK or American? So there's one UK artist in there. Actually, two, 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 two. There's two. So two and three are both UK. No, no. So yeah, there's. So I wouldn't put. I haven't really got an order oh, from them apart five. from yeah. I'd say I've got a top two. But my top, my bottom three are, um, I've got no, I can't order them. Fuck, and it's not Nines or Dutch. Um, who the hell has even dropped? <laughs> okay, so let's, let's, let's do, um, let's start from the bottom then. Um, I'll say Edna by Heady One. Okay. Was one of my top five. Okay, cool. Fine. I'd put that fifth. I'd put that fifth. I mean, he had... He had some heavy tracks on there. So he had obviously Princess Cuts, mm -hmm. which was like the summer anthem. Um, then he had, um, uh, what's it called? Only the only You remix, Freestyle, uh, yeah. Freestyle with Drizzy. Mm -hmm. And then he, you know, Ain't It Different. Ain't It Different with AJ Tracy, yeah. Yeah, Ain't It Different with AJ Tracy, Stormzy. Mm -hmm. So he had, so there were three heavy tracks on oh, the album. Oh, with that Crazy Town beat. Yeah. And then obviously he had um, Parlez Vu with, um, with H. Okay. Have you? Do you really listen to H? I mean, I, I remember I put a couple of tracks on when we were when we were at your apartment one time. You'd start, oh shit, who's this? And I do. I, gave I a do. I, I like your song of AJ Tracy, Rain. Um, Cause when we run down, there's rain. Right wrist and left wrist, that's rain. See, I wasn't like what's I going thought, on. 
I think he went a bit too out of his uh, out of his realm. Take Heath on that beat. It's a hard beat. Um... But yeah, heady one Edna would be my would come in with my number five. I think he had a good balance of like drill, some hip, well, a lot of UK hip hop um, style music. And then he had like a couple of the ones where it was like more R&B or more R&B vibe. So as an album as a whole, mm-hmm. I had everything I needed in that album. Okay. So I'll say strong five for that one. Okay. That's your fifth. What's your fourth? My fourth, I would have to say mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's so bloody hard, man. Because I would say it's probably in between Changes by JB and um, Big Conspiracy by Jay, by Jay Huss. Also a great album. So those two, bro, I I would listen to them endlessly. So I don't honestly, I thought they both came out last year. No, they. So I checked, and they they they, they came out this year. Okay. So obviously, I think they had their biggest hit. So like, must be came out in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. But the album release of um, Big Conspiracy came out in twenty twenty. Wow. Um, My and favorite then song cha- on changes is ETA. ETA, yeah. Oh, oh, that was a good one. And then he had um change. I think my favorite one was Intentions. Um, the J House track uh, album was the one with Burning Boy. Is it called Play? Play, play, yeah, yeah, yeah play, yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. He had a great one. See, he also had Repeat with Coffee. Do you like Coffee? Yeah, yeah, I love Coffee. She's amazing. So yeah, that song that she had that he had with them, um, Repeat, and then he had Must Be, which yeah, was she like works a... with Chronics, right? Chronics, that reggae artist. Who oh, knows? Cool. Who knows? Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised because she's heaven. I mean, she's got an incredible voice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, big conspiracy, and I can't decide between changes and big and uh. But as an album, bro, changes it almost like it was like the modern old school version of R and B. Yeah, that's the best way I could have put it. JB's a fucking beast, bro. Like, oh my god, um, so talented. I'm. I'm in awe of his talent. Mate, he, he's a he's a great pianist. He he he's played a lot of the guitar for like he and he's influenced a lot of the music. So there's a series that have that's come out on YouTube, right? Of like, um, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was rehab if it was rehabilitating his image because like he thought he had a bit of an image problem before, right? Because he was like, mate, the fame fucking got to him. Like it would most twenty year olds or most seventeen eighteen year olds, right? Because yeah, tell me about was, it. Bro, fifteen relate. years old and this guy had like pretty much like. 300 million views on one song mm-hmm. and then he's only grown since right so yeah. he had like a big problem or i think he went through like a huge like spiral downward like a small spiral down phase but bro his albums have always banged no matter yeah. what's happened with his personal life his albums he has not failed with one album yet okay so that's your five four and that's three. my f- that's my five four and three we know um, you're one so what's your two anniversary by bryson tiller okay i didn't even listen to that have you not listened to that? No, yet? I think I did. But um... so I think you've listened to the one with Drizzy, like the um, "Keep Doing What You." No, sorry, "Out of Time" with Drizzy. I think so. I think I did listen to it, but only once or twice. Um, okay, I like Mate. Tiller. I do like him, but I'm oh, not. Uh, I'm not obsessed. But... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. I like his music. Like I'm not gonna, you know, twitch it. But like I'm not. Like I'm not. I wouldn't. Here's the thing. Like I wouldn't reach for it. That's the thing. So 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 you'd 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 fuck with it if I like put it on myself. Yeah, yeah. But, but you'd never go out your way of typing Bryson Tiller. Yeah, I, this is going to sound really rude, but I think a lot of his songs sound very very similar. It's not necessarily a bad <laughs> thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I see what you mean. But I love I love his songs like you know Don't and Exchange, and I love that he's on the uh, remix of uh, Summer Walker playing games. Hundred um, percent. I don't know. But you're right though, bro. He's quite one-dimensional. Like honestly speaking, he is quite one-dimensional. But 
I love that style. Yeah, I yeah, all his yeah, instrumentals yeah. have banged. I mean, you know me, bro. Like, I'm not hating. In, instrumental before lyrics for me. At the end of the day, that's, so like, that's the I, thing. I'm the other way around. See, for me, if I don't like, if I like, if if, if I don't like the beat, I don't. I could not give a shit with how you're with with what you're saying. You could be saying the most mesmerizing, intense, deep shit, and mm-hmm. I could. I would not give a, a wally about it. So your but, favorite um, instrumental of this year is. Escape from LA by After Hours. Okay. Um, by Weekend on After Hours, bro. Okay. Do you know what? There's certain songs that because this song didn't get like the mainstream attention, mm-hmm. like the way Heartless and um, Blinding Lights did. Mm-hmm. But he still racked up his third most viewed um, song or stream song on Spotify. Nice. On um on that album, and there's like loads of these other songs, and do you know what it is? It's because these are the songs that tie him back to. Because if if you have if you listen to the weekend right, he's always got one song on an on the album that links back and is so closely aligned to his first trip to either like House of Balloons or um or one of his first pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think like Die for You, you know, yeah, yeah, on um on Starboy and then yeah, and Die for You and then Escape from L.A. They're both ex- mate. It's almost like I'm listening back to like House of Balloons. Nice. So. Yeah, hundred percent, and then maybe Snow Child as well. Yeah, I've been listening um, to that was, recently. Yeah, yeah. Thing is though, mate, you know, with the weekend, he's almost, I would say he's quite one dimensional because all he talks about is all of his troubles and tribulations that he's gone through with ex partners or ex people mm. that he's like had a fling with. His music maybe, has, has a lot of struggle. I think his music, um, he covers like a lot of he like like he's not afraid to. I don't know. He kind of created this whole new genre, first of all. Yeah. And then he, I love when he's on songs with like Ty Dolla Sign and Wiz Khalifa, right? Like or yeah. nah. And that song with Maluma, that Hawaii song is really nice. And his songs with Drake, and his he's on Ariana's album, and he's worked Bro, with, he's done he's worked with on Kanye. The FML song with Kanye is amazing. So I don't. Know, I wouldn't call him. I would say he, I wouldn't say he's one dimensional <clears throat> at all because he. I'd say he's really versatile. Um, but I know what you mean about like what he what he his r- own sings book of about, work, though. what he sings like, he's, about. He's he's happy to go and be on anyone's album and like feature on any kind of instrumental that they give to him, right? Why has there not been a weekend J Cole collab? Bro, I don't think it would work. I don't think it would work. I don't know. How could I it think not? the only because I could not picture myself. I could not picture weekend on a J Cole instrumental. Not properly, not something that'll be like, oh my god, this is the most mesmerizing shit. Like it has to be something that he's done similar to what he's done with Drake. But saying that, he did an amazing song with Kendrick Lamar. Exactly. But that was the weekend. That was Ken. That was um. Kendrick hop- was hopping Kendrick on coming song. on. Yeah. So I think that should be the same for the Cole. That's the only way I could see it working, but yeah, yeah. Cole could, comes in with this, like this, you know, this like hype verse, just like Kendrick. Do you know what I mean? I write my wrongs, I write myself. That's the only time I've ever liked Kendrick. <laughs> you had to have a weekend. <laughs> Sorry to piss you off there, but <laughs> who need a hero? Hero. Um, no, it's, it's a mass destruction. Yeah, it's um. So we need the same, the same. Who are you see who? Yeah, I think so. That's the only way I think I can see. I can, this is the only way I can see it working. Who's if you were to pair? If you apart from J Cole, if you were to put Weekend with someone, who would you like to see him? Anyone in the world that you'd like to see him 
Maybe Eminem. Um, Do you think that would work? In a similar way. Or Missy Elliott. Or... Um, this is going to sound really crazy. Al Green. Um, yeah, Al Green. That would be incredible. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that would be sick. Um, that would be beautiful, bro. Yeah. Um, if I was to have him, I mean, there's, I'm, I'm waiting and I'm hoping it happens one day, but I'm hoping to see him with Post Malone one day. Yeah. Um, do, you, are you, do, you, do, you, do you like Post Malone? I do. I do like Post Malone. Yeah. See, I can see him on a song I like, like you know, Hollywood club. is bleeding. I like him in a club. Do you know what I mean? Or in the car. I can't listen to Post Malone at home or in my, you know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I can't listen to him in the crib, bro. What's the difference? I'm just on the sofa like G wagon, so G wagon. No, I need to be. I need to be in the car or in the gym or in the club. But it's not. How can I listen to Post Malone at home? Yeah. Like in the shower, I can't do that. He's he's oh yeah he's an amazing. Maybe 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 the first first song I can listen to at home. Um, Saucing on you, I'm swagging. See, I can. I'm swagging. The weekend would come Why in Iverson? and have an yeah. The weekend would come in and have a sick verse on that. Yeah, I wish weekend covered that. That would be dope. Yeah, I wish that would happen. And more artists would cover like each other tunes like that without getting like offended. What's same question to you? Who do you want to see the weekend work with? Oh, Post Malone. Mm. It'd be Post Malone. Oh, I bet I want OVOXO to unite again. Me too. Or a Mac Miller collab would have been dope. But um, yeah, me too. I want to see. Pharrell, yeah, I want to see. I think he's already done something with Pharrell's already, um, as in Pharrell featuring as in as a as an art as a vocal artist. Mm -hmm. Or Justin. I mean, I mean, they didn't. He didn't come out, but um, the weekend supported uh, Justin Timberlake JT, when yeah. he released. You know when he JT. did twenty twenty. Oh, that what weekend supported JT? That's mad, he, bro. Imagine concert. I was going mad because I bro, I love JT from Me back too. in the day. So even that twenty twenty album is still one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm -hmm. You know the one with mirrors and Me uh, too. And, Tunnel and the, Vision. Yeah, beautiful music. And I went to his concert, and the weekend was supporting. And bro, no one knew who he was, and I'm just like, this is amazing. Like, I've got push a love girl on that. Push a love girl push, and push that love girl. girl. Strawberry, um, strawberry gum. moon, bubblegum, yeah, and that girl. And I love the intro girl. to one of the intro to one of their songs. You're like, uh, welcome to the underground club. Our first step all the way from Tennessee is JT and the Tennessee kids. Come on, do you, do you remember? You don't is remember that 2020? That? I think so, yeah. It's Push a Love He's released another album it's just the recently. intro to Push a Love Girl. Oh, shit. or that enough. girl. It's one of those songs, the intro for. But, um, oh, fair enough. I clearly do not remember that. But um, but yeah, that's cool. So we got your top five. We got Weekend. Then we got... Um, what was your number two? I forgot. Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller. Then we've got what? Um, we've got JB with Changes and J Huss with uh, Big Conspiracy. Huss, and then you've got uh, Heady One. Okay. Heady that's One. a solid top five. I think that's a solid. It's, it's still repping my UK, my UK scene. Nice. Okay, let me ask you this question though. How many songs of After Hours do you really like? All of them. Bro, Tell me them. Not... Tell me them. Name them. Name them. <laughs> you put me on the spot. Yeah, But you told me it's your number one album. <laughs> no, it is my number one album, but I, 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 I don't really select. I just go through. Um, So you've got... Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> I told you I was going to do this. <laughs> you've got... I Escape... couldn't have given you more preparation. 
I didn't know you were going to do this. Um, what name songs on an album in a, okay. in, a, in, a, in, a, in the album of the year conversation? You didn't think I was going to ask you to name songs on your number one album? <laughs> no, I didn't think this is going to be a test. What is the exact length of each song, Jazz? <laughs> um, two minutes, 30 seconds and five minutes. No, the reason I asked the question is because um, I also wanted to choose After Hours. However, I couldn't name that many that I've fucked with. Like After Blinding Lights, Heartless, In Your Eyes, Escape from L.A. Then I'm like, hmm. Snow Child. Yeah. Too Late. was That was decent. Faith was a good song. I guess for me... They didn't pop like that. I guess I need to go back. But that's why I, I can't put it as my number one because I literally can't name more than four tracks. <clears throat> Fair enough. Fair enough. And then he's got another one. What was the... There was an... Oh, what's it called? Da, 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 da. Until I Bleed Out. Okay. You've named a significant amount. You, you passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, Okay. Your top five. I'd probably start with, with uh, Nines, Crabs in a Bucket. Um, then I. That's the funniest album name, man. What was he thinking when he named it? Like when he na- when he said, "Okay, what am I gonna what am I gonna fucking name my masterpiece?" And I'm like, "Crabs." You in know a the bucket. saying though, right? Like it's like easy as shooting like crabs in a bucket or like, crabs in it. Isn't that the saying? Like oh shit, crabs in a barrel, I... crabs in a bucket. Like it's easy to like kill them because they got nowhere to run. So he's like, okay, a, that changes it massively. If I'm then. not mistaken, it's like a metaphor for him, just like how easy it is, it is for him to like crush the game and get album of the year. I think he got okay. Album of the shit, year. that is okay. I take that back. That is ridiculous. That is so well thought out. When you think of, it. I didn't realize that that was the saying, but it makes sense now that you've said I it. I could be wrong. I think that's what it is. Um, it's either like the saying is either like crabs in a bucket or crabs in a barrel. It's one of those two, but you know. So who? So crabs in a bucket. What was your favorite song of it? Good question. Either NG or NG was sick. Money ain't a thing. Uh, with Roy Woods, or um, Roy Woods. What the fuck has happened to him, man? Because he's done some change. sick features. Mm. I think he's he signed some... to OVO. He is signed to OVO. He's yeah, he signed to OVO, but he's done some amazing features, bro. And I've not seen much of him since, like, um, well, dude, dude was money one. ain't a thing. It's such a fucking banger. I play that shit every day. Brad and Woodham Tings. Is that the one that goes to? I literally want to play it right now. Yeah, kind of like that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. It was. Yeah. I see what you mean. Um, if we do that, we'll get a we'll get a copyright strike. Yeah. The moment it detects some, because I'd love to just do like a music off with you as a podcast. Yeah. If we could get it licensed, but. So um, yeah. that's probably my top album. Next album is probably either Circles by Mac Miller or. Um, did that come out this year? It did come out this year. Uh, post hummusly, not hummus, but I don't know how to pronounce that word. Post posthumously, no one's ever used that word in a sentence. So um, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. You know, it's only one word, a word that you see like online or you read. So that's that. Um, you know, you've got like surf once a day, um, hand me downs, good news. Um, good news is that that's why it's really. Oh no, he's got some good AM. Never mind. Yeah, a um, couple more on that. Oh, everybody, that's a great question. I mean, great song. Um, if there was one person you'd want, if you'd want him to, you'd want to see Mac feature with the weekend, or oh. or Missy Elliott. 
What is your what is your I have an obsession with Missy Elliott. <laughs> I grew up obsessed with Missy Elliott. I'm still obsessed with Missy Elliott. Oh shit. For good reason. Um She's a hard ass though. If I wanted to see Matt because she just used to rap about her coochie. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, Call me before you come over and let me shave my chocha. I was like I was like sixteen, <laughs> like, what the hell were you talking about? Shave your chocha. <laughs> Oh like, shit. shit! She was so blunt with it. I loved it. Um, if I could, but any rapper that I'd want Mac to work with, what was dope is that Busta Rhymes. I was gonna say Busta Rhymes, but Busta Rhymes actually spoke about Mac this year. He spoke about like how he was such a great influence to the game and how he respected him. I was I put it on my story like months ago. Um, That's amazing that you're getting it from from Busta. Yes, man. Busta's an OG. Um, you know it's funny when you said that because or when you mentioned Missy because the first thing I think of when I when I think of Missy is you know that um Touch It mm, remix with Buster, with Buster. Mm. oh my, I think that's probably I think for me if I was to if I was to, if, mm. I, if I was to choose my top mm. 5 hip hop mm. tracks was that hip hop or is that rap mm. 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 I don't know um <laughs> but whatever it is it's I would say it's in my top 5 maybe a Frank Ocean and Mac Miller collab that would have been crazy <laughs> That motherfucker is the most overrated person in Bro, you music. gotta be careful with those kind of opinions because people are gonna Frank Ocean. People are gonna say people this are gonna guy's send you got death three threats. songs. Three songs and that's it. People what, are gonna send you fuck? a lot of death threats. Bro, he annoyed me when he was releasing an album. I can literally I, I, feel I, us losing listeners. <laughs> you can hear their good vibes. People are turning this off because you're saying that. I can <laughs> I can hear the X button breathe. Yeah, that's what I could hear. Good, <laughs> but no, it's not good. But honestly, bro, Frank Ocean, I think he was so overrated. I and would respectfully me... disagree. He, I, he pissed me off when he was he was supposed to release something, and then he put out a video. You know, he put out a link to say, "Okay, I'm going to release it." Yeah, and then he didn't show and up for two was... hours or whatever. He, no, bro, it was more than two hours. It was fucking. So ages. Who, why didn't he... you fucking get up and make a sandwich or something? What are you doing, staring at the fucking? No, I, I'm just like you entitled piece of shit. Let him like, do what he, he wants. Just... Maybe he was like smoking a blunt or like you know he had to make a sandwich. You don't know. <laughs> no, I was making him his sandwich, but <laughs> you don't know what was going on. Maybe he got the timing wrong. You thought it was six p.m. ET. He thought it was GMT. You thought it was LA bro, time. His album was fucking dog shit, man. He had like thirty second songs in there. I'm like, what are you? Fucking quit this artistic okay. bullshit. Please pause this. <laughs> Have you heard his song Nights? Um not that I'll, I won't remember the name. I won't remember the name, but I've given his album some time. Guys. There's an album that he had, bro, that had like 30 second songs. If anyone's if anyone's like, what hearing the fuck this, are you doing? if anyone's hearing this right now, please send me a text to tell me you feel my pain. <laughs> You know what I'm going through. Just all just, I'm gonna get like, in the. I'm gonna. I'm just waiting for all the group from all the screenshots. Yeah, they're gonna of be all, the, all your friends gunning me. Yeah, the, yeah, you know, you ask him for it. <laughs> nah, bro. I, I, I. Nah, fuck it. I, I, I think he was. Overrated. Please be careful. <laughs> Please just be careful. I really respect your opinions, and this is an open space, but you have got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> there is freedom of speech unless you're going to diss Frank Ocean. Pretty much. That's we should draw up a set of rules. That's rule number one. Oh my god. Yeah, nah. I mean, overrated you, motherfucker. Okay, you got to stop because you haven't actually you haven't actually heard the fucking music. 
Stop judging him. I haven't. You haven't heard Nights. Uh, Listen, I would have heard it. I just don't remember the names of his songs. You would remember that shit. No, I wouldn't. You would. No, I wouldn't. I don't remember. Bro, I forget a lot of song names. I literally just press play and that's it. Have you heard Pyramids? Pyramids. Of course I've heard Pyramids. Have you heard Forrest Gump? Yes, I've heard Forrest Gump. Okay. Um, Thinking About You was, was incredible. Um, All Channel Orange was incredible. Channel, oh yeah, that was his first album, Super right? Super Rich or Kids, mixtape. Um, Novocaine, Swim Good, Swim Good, yeah, that was a great song. Stop Sierra call- Leone, please stop calling him overrated. Just stop, bro. Just stop. I pe- in my humble put in there. Yeah. <laughs> put in there. In my humble opinion, this guy was overrated. Okay, I'm gonna take a quick pause. <laughs> while you go while he goes and bashes his head in. I'm just gonna go and inject myself with a lethal substance. Hey, hey, hey yo. Cool. Frank Ocean wouldn't do the same for you. Um remaining albums would be my third would probably be um Music to be Murdered by by uh Marshall Mathers. Um and yeah, that's top three. Um I don't know about four or five. Um maybe after hours. But let's move on. Because in the interest of time, um, Shit, we've got it's actually gone so far. Two things it. to discuss: one, Punjab; two, um, man like AJ, boxing man like Pulev in the mouth. One, two, bro. <laughs> Did you see Pulev after the fight? <laughs> He's laughing while AJ's cracking his head. I don't, bro. These Bulgarians, man, move differently. Bro, if I got seven, eight figures, I'd be laughing too. <laughs> Man caught a check, bro. This. He, he, what do you think about the fight? What did, tell me? What I think thoughts? it was unmatched. I think it was obviously not as unmatched as Jake Paul, Nate Robinson, but it was still unmatched. I think anyone fighting AJ, it's very difficult because AJ's level is is so fucking elite that it's really difficult to find a fighter on that same level and even yeah. those fighters they're so rare like it's literally wilder fury who else is it it's literally maybe within that division no one no one comes close to those three i think maybe i think even still Klitsch, Klitsch, klitschko Wilder. obviously klitschko he's in that he's in that that's why they had the one of the best fights. he caught him on his tail end though exactly, he caught him exactly. On his tail if klitschko end. if klitschko was a little younger i think i think i think if him. klitschko was three or four years younger he would have won that fight um, we were there together, and he, was, he he let him come back into that in that Klitschko fight. Klitschko let AJ come back for sure, for sure, for sure. And if he was younger, bro, he would have had the he would have he would have finished him off. He would have plucked him away. Or if AJ was older, um, yeah. Or if AJ was older, he would have had more experience. Like ideally, he would have had more experience going into a Klitschko fight. To be fair, um, this fight was a bit weird, though, man. Like I felt like um, I felt like AJ was toying with him, and he picked his moment. You know what I mean? Like I. During the fight, I felt like Pulev couldn't actually hurt AJ. That's how I felt. And I felt like AJ knew that. What do you think? Really? No, I th- I, I th- to be honest, I think AJ is always in danger. He hasn't got his... His, his chin has been tested. And I think he hasn't got the chin that everyone like, he ridicules him to. Yeah, because bro, like everyone takes punches in heavyweight. Just because it's just his is going to be... His are going to be more scrutinized, mm-hmm. right? But... Um, bro, his physique is incredible. 
he, you know what, he's he's trimmed down, and it's and I loved it because he's more mobile now. How he many... was able to like his movement in the ring was incredible. He's like two sixty, two hundred and sixty pounds, or two forty pounds. How many kilos is that? I'm not sure. <sighs> kilos, bro. It was he's either two forty or two sixty, right? I'm one six three. Oh shit, that's I'm not bro, a that's... small guy. You're not, bro. <laughs> Oh, that's muscle. Bro. This guy is <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous how and how and how nimble he was yesterday. But I feel like either he I love his fucking uppercuts, bro. I love the uppercut. Bro, this guy was uppercut. Slow motion for uppercut. Days yesterday. I can watch that for hours. He didn't land a lot of them though, and he looked a little bit rusty. But I'm Boom! I'm, I'm glad he I'm glad he took this fight though. Because he needed the rounds before he fought, like before he fights Fury. Yeah. Because I f- and I think he actually was he wanted some rounds. I think he wanted some rounds because he was either he was toying with him or he's just like, listen, I'll pick you apart when I need to. But it was a bit weird though because I saw him fighting in two different styles. It's like he didn't know whether to just fucking rip his head off mm-hmm. or should I just sit here and pick you apart quietly. Yeah. But bro, Pulev is a nutcase, man. This guy was taking it and eating his and then his, laughing his, his blows. Bro, that, I'd I'd run, I'd run, I'd run for the hills if I fucking got, like this like guy I like said fifty times. Like I said, when you're cutting a check like that, I'd be laughing and smiling <laughs> too. He's like three million. Hit me again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, exactly that. Exactly. Bro, these, that. Bul- these Bulgarians are built differently. That was a good man. accent. <laughs> these Bulgarians are built differently, man. Dude, but, that reminded um, me of. Um, when Klitschko and AJ first announced the um, they were going to fight, yeah. and it was like in the ring, at the end of one of AJ's fights, Klitschko came in, yeah, and he announced it, and his he tried to get the crowd hyped, and he said something. He was like, "Who wants to see Klitschko fight AJ? <laughs> it is on this USB." I know I sound like Borat, but. but <laughs> I remember he he said this one sentence that he expected the crowd to like cheer for and no one cheered no because one cheered. like they didn't know that's that that you know the crowd the crowd didn't know he was setting them up for a cheer so it was, I just saw the look on his face when he was like oh shit like you know like fuck I fucked this sentence up it's so <laughs> funny it's just weird because he's bro like people respect him and it's like they wouldn't have wanted to do that for him but it's just like, yeah give it people the wanted up to cheer for him but he just set just it up weirdly. But then he, for some reason, he brought a USB into it and he thought that was like the most amazing shit. He was like, on this USB, you have answer to AJ Klitschko. And I was like, why the fuck? What, why, what's the USB got to do with any of this shit? I don't care. It's like some outdated technology. Put that, that homework on there? Yeah, put that away, bro. Like, no one wants to see your design homework. Like, put that back in your USB? backpack and let's talk about boxing. Just send that to me via WhatsApp, bro. Yeah. No one uses USBs anymore. Um, I would have loved to have been in that conversation where Klitschko is like, AJ, we will, we will reveal by USB. And AJ is like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, whatever you want, to, Klitschko. <laughs> to be honest, that was that was AJ's last fight that I think that was worth paying for. Every fight he's had after that has been pretty shit. He's either fucking finished them off or none of his competitors, apart from Ruiz. When's really he going to rematch Ruiz, though? I thought that was going to happen. Already he's, he's already, already had it. He's already had it. He's, that's how he got his he, belts back. Exactly, yeah, he already had he got, it, yeah. He got his belts back. But now, this was a mandatory, because he, he, um, he beat Ruiz, mm. he had to take the mandatory, which was Pulev. Mm. And now, he's got to find out, he's got to um, organise his next title fight now, which is basically, it has to be Fury. It that's has April, to be right? Fury, man. 
yes, I think they've set a date for it's going to be in April, but it has to be Fury. Mate, Deontay Wilder has already... I mean, I think it already came out that Deontay Wilder ducked AJ. How old is Fury? Fury is only like two years older than AJ. I think he's... If AJ is 29, 31 he's, right now... AJ is 31, so this is the best time for AJ to fight 30, Fury. 33. He's, this is the yeah. best ever time for AJ to fight Fury, right? They're both in their prime, technically. Exactly. They're both in their prime, but... um. Mate, Joshua, it's going to be a great fight because this mate, Styles wins fights at the end of the day. And I think one thing that Joshua's got is his speed for his size, right? Fury's definitely going to hurt him. He, he, that's the thing. And Fury also, doesn't knock people Fury's, out. Fury doesn't knock people out. And the, bruv, he looks like a fucking pile of potato. meat. How are you going to hit him? Where are you going to hurt him? The whole, <laughs> every single part of him looks like a well-done steak. Do you know what I mean? He like, looks he's just like tough, Margin bro. Boo. He's just he tough. Like... I wouldn't even know where to hit him. Thing is, he's taken blows. He, he he's already he's been he's taken Deontay Wilder's blows heavily, and he's come back from them relatively easy. And the one thing that Fury's amazing at is he knows how to stay. He, he, his duck and weave is amazing, so he knows yeah. how to dodge these fights. But also the punches that he takes, he's he's got that split second movement which allows it to take a bit of the sting off, or like the killer instinct, the, right, the killer right. blow of the sting. Right, which right, is, right. So kind of yeah. AJ will so it's almost like a punch should hit him at like a hundred percent. He will take his slight movement will take it down to like eighty percent impact, which yeah. makes it recoverable for him. Yeah. And that's one thing I think that's gonna be interesting to see between him and AJ. But bro, it's I can imagine this is gonna be the biggest circus fest building up to this fight. Yeah, they'll they might even build it up to next December. Do you know what I mean? They might even spend uh, a whole year building it. Thing is, they're going to do it because, mate, do you know how much money is in this fight? So yeah. they're not going to do it until people are back in stadiums. No way. And they'll probably make it the first one where you can get Wembley packed to like 100,000. Could be the biggest fight of our lives that we ever see. I think. I, bro, there's no one else in the in, in the indie industry or in the heavyweight division that's going to bring in that much of a fight. Dillian White was supposed to be that. But, bro, Dillian White's, I don't know, man. He's he's not there. He's, he's let Shisora take him to the final rounds plenty of times and he got fucked by Povetkin so oh, yeah I think I watched that yeah mate it's, 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 it's not really looking great for White but yeah mate after these after this two after these after they them two fight you've got Deontay Wilder but bro Deontay Wilder's not going to fight AJ unless he loses to Fury I don't think he will do you think AJ can beat Fury? anyone can beat anyone in heavyweight with heavyweight you can never it any it, it, it just takes one punch for it. If they were to fight right now, who you think who do you think's winning that? Because I don't know. I think it'd be I'm, so I, even. I personally think Fury will take him. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's too technical, and I think it will happen because he will take him to points. And AJ's not going to outscore Fury hundred yeah. percent. He's not going to outscore Fury. So if AJ's got to win by knocking him out, and I think AJ knows that, but he's not going to outpoint Fury. Fury's just too. He lands a lot. That's yeah. the thing with him. So the moment, you do, and because of that, if he if he takes him to to points, but bro, the one thing is, the scoring and the way the scoring is done is so fucked, man. Like there's been so many times where like, they favor the golden boy. Mm-hmm. Like it's always said, you know, um, what's it called, uh, Canelo. If no. you're if Canelo's fighting, oh, Canelo's one of the he's in Mayweather's division. Okay, or was in Mayweather's division. There's a rule, or there's almost like a saying that if Canelo's fighting in Vegas and it goes to points, yeah. he will never ever ever lose. Like I there's see what, that, he's the hometown home turf. He's the poster boy. They can't, yeah. bro. They can't make him lose. If yeah. unless he gets knocked out, which is something that you can't hide, mm. we're never gonna make him lose. 
will find a way of justifying a win or something. And that's what the hard thing about boxing. What do you think about um, Mayweather, Jake Paul? Oh, he's fighting fine. Logan Paul. Logan um, Paul, my bad. Bro, hats off to fucking Logan Paul as a YouTuber for landing a fight with probably the greatest of all time. The greatest that's a fucking of all time. mad payday, bro. It's a mad payday. But do you know what, though? I rate them for... Because I've seen, like, the training camps they go through on YouTube. Yeah. Like, they take this shit so seriously. They work hard, they, yeah. they, they work super, super hard. So I think he'll definitely pay the respects in terms of training well mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But... I <clears throat> think Mayweather's going to body him. Bro, he will fucking eat him alive. It's not even going to be funny. He's going to make him look like a dickhead. He's going to... Mate, his, his ability to... Mate, he's... he's So, do you know... But Mayweather's Mayweather, like, what? How old is he? 44 something like that and Logan Paul is what 29 he's our age I don't know so thing is Mayweather right in early in his career he was known as like a knockout he was a knockout he was a knockout puncher like the guy was lethal mm. but he basically and this is something that one of my boys told me his wrists are so fucked that he couldn't he didn't have the power or the sting in his punches to like knock people out. So he had to adapt his game to basically become a counter puncher because he couldn't just go gung ho for like mm-hmm. however many rounds. He had to pick his shots basically. So he's bro, so he's his whole game for the majority of his career was built on him becoming the best counter punch right. in and bro, that's what Logan Paul's gonna do. He's gonna fucking go at him and Logan, and Mayweather's just gonna fucking eat at him. Because, bro, he hasn't got the muscle memory of a boxer and he mm-hmm. hasn't got the conditioning of a boxer the way Mayweather has mm-hmm. to take these punches the way he's gonna. It'll so, be interesting. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be a good It's gonna fight. be great, mate. I rate it, but I rate him for getting the fight in the first place because um, I, so, I think that's a solid fight to take. Mm. But, um, yeah, mate. What do you think? I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I think age comes into it more than we think. Like, 40s. 40s is you know we're talking about 12 three minute rounds right this is um no it's not it's not a joke like you know not at all i would fucking we would fucking struggle and we're not even 30s so you know it's um <clears throat> it's just the power it's just the way that logan paul land is has got the ability to land the killer punch exactly because but... he there's he let me ask you this we you said mayweather will win but it's not you think it's certain or you think you think landslide you think you think 100% we should take bets <laughs> okay i think there is if i was to give a percentage chance to logan paul i would say he's got a a 5 to 7% chance interesting i would agree i would not, I'd not say, even fi- i'd say 10 i'd say 5% chance i got i would say i would give him 5% you say 10 hmm. yeah I just think that muscle memory of being able to avoid his punches, because bro, Logan Paul is nowhere near as fast as some of these uh, these other boxers. He hasn't got that fast switching muscle fibers. I mean, he knocked the shit out of me, but like, <laughs> these punches are gonna look like slow motion to Mayweather. That's the, that's what I'm saying. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna be looking at He's these punches look in slow sloppy. motion. <laughs> we'll see. Who's the last person Logan Paul Logan Paul fought? KSI from. Oh from, yeah, from, KSI from won, right? Bro, KSI fucked him. He fucked. It didn't look pretty, but bro, pretty. I don't think on points though, not knockout. He won it on points. Yeah, they neither of them knocked out, knocked each other out, um, which is crazy because bro, the first time they fought, they had twelve ounce gloves or fourteen mm-hmm. ounce gloves. They fought with ten ounce gloves the next time, and bro, ten ounce gloves are like lethal. Like people get knocked out at that, like with that. Mm-hmm. So, 
I rate what they did with that one. Mm-hmm. Bro, they had, they've got bigger viewing audiences than a lot of box office fights yeah. in boxing have got, which is mad. Mm-hmm. I love so, it. I love it. KSI, yeah, it's KSI is making songs with Craig David, and then boxing. Bro, he made a song with um, with Da Baby and Rick Ross. I did not know that. That's dope. I've got to send you the track. It's actually a decent track. That's sick. He he, he did it basically because that was they were they were in his ring walk, so he made it in preparation for the fight. That's sick. And um, the baby and Rick Ross were there in the ring during Rick KSI's ring walk, walkout. Can you imagine that, bro? Like, oh, if mate, there's anyone incredible. I want to walk me to the ring, is those two, bro. You know what I mean, <laughs> Ross See, and Larry Uva. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or, or or like or like yeah, Meek 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 and Ross. Oh, bro, that would be insane. That would be absolutely insane. Cool. Um, should, we, should we talk about um, India before we wrap? Yes, bro. How Have you been keeping up to date with what's been happening? Or- I have, yeah. I was going to um, do a little, like... I was going to say, how do you want to do this? I was going to say, shall I, like... Do you, do, I can summarize it for anyone who doesn't understand what I'm going I think it's important because a lot of people... Because even still today, right, like... There is a lot of confusion as to what the what are the why are people protesting? Like, what's the biggest deal? And even when they realise that, okay, it's three new laws that have been passed. Like, yeah. why is that such a big deal? And I think that's the critical path, or that's the key thing as to so, why. So, so I just run through the three laws. Yeah. So, um, little background. Obviously, India is still a developing country, and obviously, sixty sixty to seventy percent of the population survive on farming. And farmers are obviously not rich. They're, you know, uh, usually quite poor. So in September, India's government passed three new laws deregulating the agricultural sector without consulting any specific farming boards or organizations. These are the three laws. So the first one is to eliminate all uh, government subsidies for farmers and uh, and the minimum support price, which is the MSP, Jazz, feel, yeah. please feel free to jump in if I say anything wrong. Yeah. Um, so the government previously had guaranteed that to farmers for at least a few crops, whether that's rice, wheat, corn, which ranged uh, from ten to fifteen dollars uh, per unit or one hundred and fifty dollars for a ton, um, and this would eliminate after a one or two years, where a farmer could take his harvest and sell it to the government for the uh, MSP minimum support price. But this rarely happened because of corruption. And um, so now, uh, instead of that, large companies and private corporations are going to be taking taking its place. And, and the way it's going to work is that the farmers will have to grow in accordance with a contract within a set-upon price, which is um, ex- just further exploitation of an ex- something that's already um, extremely vulnerable exploited exactly um, so that's law number one law number two is in relation to the courts so if a farmer gets into a dispute for any reason with one of these companies these new private uh, corporations or around this contract he cannot go to the courts he or she cannot go to the courts there's no legal recourse for uh, up to 50 60 percent of the indian population so as as a you know as a citizen of india you can't even go to your own court. Instead, what this new law says, law number two, is that some local government official will have to go to the court to resolve kind of on your behalf. And then obviously there's questions around corruption there. 
who do you think this government official is going to be in favor of the 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 you know the small farmer or the or the government so that's law number two and then law number three is any person or entity can hoard or store an an unlimited quantity of any essential commodity or food product which of course farmers do not have the facilities to do so but obviously these large corporations do have so it's basically you know throwing these farmers out on their asses and and what's more concerning is um i obviously this is all new to me um it's 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 been apparently the largest protest in human history and uh the indian media is playing an extremely manipulative part where they're like painting you know they're painting it as a like anti-national um i sorry yeah anti anti-national anti-nationalist um you know approach by these farmers they're saying that they're you know acting acting uh, against the interests of the country when when really they're just looking they just they just want to be treated fairly um so what these farmers have been doing since september they've been protesting they went all the way to new delhi from all over uh india all over india bro rajasthan punjab haryana like everywhere do you know the re- the most re- the most recent protest had 250 million indians in india come for the protest bro do you know how significant that number is the population of america is or of north america is 300 million mm-hmm. and we had 250 million people alone mm-hmm. that came forward imagine 80% or 90% of the of america all marching towards one protest bro that's fucking huge yeah so like yeah it's it was a massive one but yeah continue i just wanted to emphasize that point yeah no you're right it's the numbers are crazy that's why it's being called the largest protest in human history which is a crazy thing to say um so yeah apparently uh like jazz said the indians from all over india have been marching and traveling to new delhi some of these farmers traveling by tractor and um they've been the you know the police have been trying to thwart this this uh you know travel to to the capital with like tear gas water cannons some farmers have died um just trying to get there and um they're blocking the roads bro they're blocking the roads they bought food and supplies to stay for months and uh, apparently jazz correct me if i'm wrong that's where the situation stands and i believe the government wants to open up um or is, is thinking about like opening up like a you know dialogue and negotiations but obviously the farmers won't do that until all three new bills are repealed and um, reversed yeah. and unfortunately the prime minister of india is not the most uh, democratic he he's often painted as being quite dictatorial um yeah. and uh the farmers have been protesting peacefully and yeah and just the mainstream indian media is not really giving a lot of coverage on this and these paint is, is painting the farmers in a negative light uh but luckily um we live in an age where there are independent reporters there are you know independent blogs and there's just an independent me there's more obviously more independent media sources yeah so people- social media coverage is so is much more unbiased right so like in an area where you where there is blatant wrong mm. It doesn't matter how many people. It doesn't matter, like, I don't know. A, a government can't interrupt or can't interfere with people from like me and you in the UK and mm-hmm. Toronto. 
posting about this they will mm. never be able to stop me and you from from, exactly. from from posting this and and spreading the news and making everyone aware so like this is what this is the great thing about the social media coverage is that it's it's very much your your view and luckily a lot of people have seen the wrong in this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly um mainstream media cannot cannot really um dictate a new story as much as they could in the past now there's now there's you know people who all, you know everyone has their own platform really and it's been amazing jazz like i've seen protests over here in london all around the world in in support of the farmers so it's um it's it's amazing they kind of they kind of like th throwing the throwing like 50% of the population to the wolves you know in the middle of a pandemic it's really like yeah. a sly shitty move um it's crazy though man because like the whole point of it is it's because let's just say the msp the minimum support price is essentially like the national minimum wage mm -hmm. right it's like if you remove that so if, if you, it's almost like a, it's like a government underwrites how much it will say okay we'll buy the rest of you if you can't sell this and it allow it promotes competition that okay if you can't sell your shit we will we'll buy whatever we need to offer you and we'll guarantee that price and that's what how, what that does bro is it allows the farmers to go and reinvest and gives them security that okay we're gonna get our price we're gonna meet a certain financial figure for us to go and reinvest in the next harvest yeah? yeah so we can yeah. go and say okay we need to go build more tractors we need more x y and z mm -hmm. to help us go and facilitate that whereas if you if you're struggling for cash bro what are you going to prioritize now you're going to have to like readjust your whole farming methodology mm -hmm. because you haven't got the capital to go reinvest and that's what the msp does is it gives you that comf that comfortability that okay if we don't get what we need to from the private entities or at the at the at the auction which is where the the whole which is where they sell their crops right mm -hmm. The government will step in and it gives them that insurance the stability the, that that kind of uh, safety net exactly and it acts and that's what the whole they have the whole essence of a minimum wage and because so what happens is these guys they, they, it, will, it will go they'll talk directly to the business because that's what the law entails right that the farmers have to con now open line of communication directly with the corporations mm -hmm. but bro what do you think is going to happen man when when these corporations they'll they'll sweeten them for the first two years mm -hmm. and say yeah we're going to give you this contract we'll give you x y and z and there's going to be all these small little shitty terms and conditions mm -hmm. that will say that'll that'll be performance related to say that okay if you don't produce me a yield of x million hectares of, yeah. of corn or wheat and all that then you've got then you're going to default on this and say you're going to have to give us this man and bro what's going to eventually happen is do you know how much farmland and land in general is owned by these farmers exactly and the significance in wealth so by it's, that it's going to be conditional and then they're going to have to give up that that ownership, they're going to collateralize right? it yeah. these contracts are going to be held and collateralize that because with any contract right you've got both parties have got to be secured mm -hmm. so you're going to say listen if if you if you don't end hold up your end of the bargain what assurances do i have what security do i have so for the corporations if they don't get their yield mm -hmm. that they're going to make impossible because bro they've got all these models that they'll project they're going to and they'll say that kind of compensation and bro the compensation and the default will be the land. collateral yeah. will be their land yeah. and bro what's going to happen is that these farms are going to be like oh i didn't realize you're going to do this i didn't realize that they're the i think you were giving me all this money mm -hmm. you were giving me all this money and now all of a sudden 
I've lost all my land. Mm-hmm. And now what's going to happen? Your entire, your entire, your entire, all your land and your farming land is owned by corporations, which is basically represented by a small population. So mm-hmm. what's going to happen then, bro? There's going to be a massive revolt. It means that the inequality barrier is just going to grow, fucking become stratospheric. Mm. I never get that word. Stratospheric, right, yeah. Stratospheric, yeah, exactly. It's going to be huge. And then the whole of India, the whole of the Indian, um, the whole of the the, the economy is going to become even worse. Mm-hmm. And it's just, bro, it's it's so sad, man. And it's because of the fact that we can't trust these corporations dealing good faith. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We can't trust them to deal in good faith because historically speaking, and it's like you said, the government officials that they'll do, bro, they'll be they'll be lined. They'll be they'll be lined and affiliated with these guys. Mate, it's like we we get it in the UK here. We get it in the UK here, man. Like all these idiots, these Tory bellends man getting contracts awarded to them 300 million pound contracts right. awarded to them and they've had no in they've had no um they've had no experience of selling ppe but because you're tory affiliated yeah we'll sort you out after after your after your tenure or something like that but Connections, yeah man yeah. it's 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 fucking horrific what's happening here and i'm so glad that people have been protesting and yeah it's it's been getting the social media coverage at least mm-hmm. me too but I think this is going to die down though soon. Honestly, I think eventually what's going to happen is there's going to be something else that takes over news-wise, and they, unfortunately, I can't, I don't see there being a positive outlook. outlook that's on that's this. usually the way things go. There's, it's usually you know distract and move forward. That's usually the the uh, approach. You know, it's like the old um, what's the what's the What's to say? It's like you know, you sell someone something and then you swap it out for something else. Um, oh, it's the bait and switch. Bait and switch, exactly. Uh, They're going to distract us with something else, and and eventually everyone's me- everyone's message has gone towards. But like I said, man, the, the one thing is like we, everyone has been supporting all the movements that have been made well aware and the ones that have been uh, that have gained media attention because rightfully so, mm-hmm. they have they've had a they've they've had a case to. And I kind of wish, and I commend everyone for, for 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 continuing to post and share this because this is, and I think the one thing that gets confused is that there's because of, there's a lot of Punjabi and a lot of um, Singhs that are pro- protesting. This is not just a Sikh issue. This is not just a Punjab issue. This is an Indian. This is a national Indian issue overall. There are farmers from Rajasthan, from from Punjab, from Haryana, all over India that this impacts. So these laws have been, you know, they've been made countrywide, but. Correct me if I'm wrong. Most, most, or a large percentage of that of the farmers are obviously from Punjab, where I'm from, right? I, I'm actually not sure about that. I, I, I wasn't sure, but yeah, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. I think, I think, I think it is. Yeah, like it's. I'm like if, uh, Punjabi people, are, you know. Um, I think it's one. I think it's known that there's. Yeah. No. Come. Exactly. It's it's a known thing, but like, bro, like the amount. The impact globally is going to be horrendous because if the quality goes down, what is the impact? Well, the the, the so let's just say the uh, five years from now, all these farmers have lost their land. Mm-hmm. What do you think the quality of the yield is going to be like? What do you think really is going to be the case now, where these farmers, where they where they where they're earning for themselves, and yeah, they they get benefits now because they're selling to the rest of the trade, bro. They're just going to be an employee now. Whereas before they had some level of control on their own future and everything, now they're just going to be an employee. True. So the impact, the impact. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is more on the livelihoods of these individuals, yeah, and the group, but it's not really an impact on the quality of the produce. But you will because naturally, bro. Imagine you going. Imagine going. Imagine you owning a company. 
Mm -hmm. And then you've been pushed out and now you're having to work for the company you built and started, right? You will never give that level of effort as if you were the one, True. if you were still in your position. True. The quality of the year will go down, bro. I think there's something, there's a stat which says that 60% of the globe or 70% of the global spices in the world mm -hmm. originate from India. Okay. And, the, and, the, and, and that, and that comes down to the farming, it comes down to farming. So yeah, I think that this is, Go on. There's a lot of there's a huge multiplier effect here, which is going to be horrendous globally. I think. I think the that, main the main impact that I'm seeing, um, not on the produce, is the, you know, <clears throat> like you said, in this <coughs> in the scenario where this corporation, hypothetically, is unsatisfied with the with you know the terms or you know they say oh no these this guy hasn't met the terms and conditions he hasn't met his side, and then yeah. they just withhold their side right which obviously leaves the farmer out of pocket. He can't feed his family. He can't, you know, survive, pay his mortgage, rent, whatever. And then yeah. you just got, um, obviously, like, extreme poverty increasing. And like you said, the uh, divide, the middle class, lower class divide increasing. Um, exactly. So, yeah, that's... Um, well, let me ask you this question. What do you think... So, obviously, the three the three laws should be uh, repealed, reversed. They should be... Yeah. And 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 things should just continue as they were before. No, I. That's the thing that I don't think they should. I think there needs to be a way of the government making things fairer because they need a way of promoting. Because what they wanted, what we need to do is that the that farmers need to be ensured a value that's higher, that is above MSP. Mm -hmm. So it's like us being saying, it's bro, it's like me and you being paid the national minimum wage for the job that we do. Mm -hmm. We should be paid more because it requires more skill. It there's a there's a niche around it. There's okay. a demand for it right so farmers because of the reliance on agriculture globally bro like imagine 60 percent of an entire nation's wealth originates from agriculture do you think so therefore there should be that the minimum it should be more than minimum wage there should be a way of promoting the, the um, uh, demand promoting from the corporations and securing and uh you know ensuring this ensuring this continues going forward they're, yeah, they're protect because, protecting right yeah, so they do better job with ensuring that whatever's left over, the government fulfills their um, their minimum support price and their 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 obligations there. But before we even get to the to the point where the 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 farmers have to recall or have to to result to the to the MSP, mm -hmm. they should be able to they should be able to sell all their produce at a fair price, at a good and a, at a valued price. It's interesting. It's interesting. I think um, I'm just thinking uh, away from farming specifically, but in more in line with like poverty and population it's something it's like a pattern i'm seeing all over the world where it's like universal basic income could be part of a solution you know part of a long-term solution yeah. alongside what you're describing like you know a protective agreement where there's you know supply and demand is protected um ubi could also be a alternate solution on the other side to make sure that people are not pushed into such extreme poverty you know in any country yeah um but yeah this like like you know i think you and i we're not we're not experts but uh we're just trying we're not experts, but the, i think some of these things are quite clear right like do you know what if they said if 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 the laws were basically we're gonna we're gonna you you can go directly to the trade um but you're gonna get better support in making sure that promote that everything's kept fair and honest then absolutely but it's the fact 
that they know that there's going to be corrupt there's going to be a whole corrupt endeavor to, that takes place and that no doubt there's going to be most of the farmers put out because of this because of this new law mm -hmm. because at the end of the day bro they just they as long as they can they can um as long as they can sell their their produce at a good price but what do you think these corporations are going to do they're not going to say we're going to give you excess or we're going to do they're going to yeah. say we're going to give you what we want the to minimum, give you exactly can you imagine jd sports and all these other retailers saying we're going to give you minimum wage still take it or leave it mm -hmm. imagine every retailer saying we're going to pay you the minimum wage or below minimum wage they get control the fact that Modi is so is, is is quite farcical to say that yeah the farmers get control back and it's just like come on man like who are you kidding where has this been where has this been evident in within the rest of your economy yeah why is half of your why is the majority of your population living in poverty if you think that corruption doesn't take place or if you don't think that there's an un, there's an there's an unfair way with how government infrastructure is 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 spent yeah do you know what I mean and it's just like that that's why these that's why these guys are coming out in full force they're just like we're not going to do this this is so much of our livelihoods that take that matter i'm happy to we're see not... it i'm happy to see people taking a stand fuck it's the beautiful. system it is beautiful and uh i i want to get involved um as much has as there I been can. much happening in toronto um, oh, not in toronto but in vancouver like has yeah downtown there's been some uh protests and i've seen people r riding around you know with like the uh messages on their vehicles and stuff what about you what about in Same. london bro it's been it's been huge like all of like so in i think it was this weekend that just passed or the weekend before but the whole of london so knightsbridge basically got rampacked with sings everywhere with indians everywhere and they're basically um getting like or like an orange copra putting on the bonnet of the car mm -hmm. and they're just riding into london as, as a show of support which is amazing and the most amazing thing about it bro was that there were high profile um indians mm -hmm. that were or people that are very well known like public figures yeah. in our in our community that are well known that were taking a stand like still bangles peter verdi i saw i saw bangles with his dad i saw them yeah yeah well what happened to him was just fucking stupid man it's, it's, it's so stupid like how they but the, the guy was just like i'm waiting for my dad yeah and they're just like okay tell your dad to call one of the police to to guide us i'm like there's Ten thousand Indians on the road. Like, how do you think you're going to be able to define or like describe who the guy is? Exactly. Like, who your son is? Oh yeah, it's a guy with a turban. Brown guy. Oh, well, this brown guy with the nose. A brown guy. There's a yeah. And a beard. <laughs> he has two front teeth and uh, and a little bit of hair. It's, just, it's, it's side question. Side question. Do you think the beard is the sweat pant of the face? Oh. <laughs> how long have you been waiting to say that? I just thought of it because we're discussing brown brown guys. That is, bro, that is very witty. Um, hundred percent, hundred percent is the joggers. Yeah, <laughs> that is brilliant. I love that. The beard is a sweatpant of the face. Makes sense. Look, this needs. <laughs> this has been fun. Should we wrap up and play some video games? Yes, hundred percent, man. Cool. Let's do that. Cool, cool, cool. Anything else you want to say? I think no, that's that's everything for me, bro. Um, it's been a great show, man. Um, we've we've discussed a lot. It's been a really good show. Um, yeah. I just would like to say thanks everyone for listening. It's been a pleasure. You can find us at the Safe House Podcast um, on Twitter, on Instagram, and um, yeah, Vid, anything you'd like to close off with? It's been nice to catch up with you, bro. Because uh, we haven't, we actually haven't spoken in a few days. But yeah, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. Hope you had fun, and we'll catch you in episode thirty-five. Peace and love. Bye. Peace out. Good.